Okay, so this episode, <laughs> um, I'm just like, I just need to kind of get this out to help people. So like no ads, no nothing. It's just going to be out there just to help people. So like hopefully like Spotify or something or Google podcast, whatever you're listening to this on won't like add ads because I just need you to hear this message for your health and just to help you because there aren't a lot of messages out there like this so lately I think I've already talked about this but I've been trying to find a balance between my faith and my sexuality and I at first when it started I still had questions like is being gay a sin like like, does God hate me? Like, stuff like that. And I instantly took out all of that about God hating me because, first of all, in the Bible, it says multiple times, God loves you no matter what. It says, nor Jew, no Gentile, nothing. I don't know what scripture that is, but I promise you it says that. It says that God will love you no matter what. There's not a sin that you can do that God will stop loving you. There's nothing you can do on this earth. There's nothing you can do at all that will make God stop loving you. He will never stop loving you. And God created you in his image. So however you are, that's how he created you to be. And I'm not trying to offend anyone by um, saying what I'm about to say. And I really hope that I don't offend you. But um, Jesus... God, the Holy Spirit, they did not write the Bible themselves. So there's no way of telling if, like, everything that's in the Bible is 100%. And, like, Solomon Gomorrah, that's a story. Like, and I'm sorry if I said the name wrong, how I was butcher the name, but I'm not really interested in learning it. But, like, that's a story. And there are a lot of stories in the Bible. And don't get me wrong. I 100% believe in the stories. Like, they're they're stories. How can you mess up stories? Maybe all the facts aren't, like, 100%. But I still believe that they happened. And there's proof, like, on earth that some of them happened. So, I believe that happened. But that that doesn't mean that God is going to hate you because you're gay in that city they were raping people they were trying to turn people to be gay I understand that it's probably a sin to try and turn someone straight to be gay but you're not really gay if you like turn straight like most people they have been the way they are all of their life it just took them a little while to notice it and for me just now, um, looking back on my life, it's like, things make more sense now. Because when I look back on my life, I realize that girls at my church that I used to admire and want to be like, I actually wanted to be with them. But I didn't understand the concept of being with someone. There were people that left my life that I wanted to be in my life forever as something more. But I thought that something more was best friends. And when best friends wasn't enough for me... I thought that meant my number one best friend. And that's all I understood in life. 
But now that I look back, I realize what it actually meant. It meant that I had feelings for them. And that's okay. Because now I know that I've always been that way. And that I'm not just trying to be what society is accepting now. And it helps me to know that there are past experiences in my life where when now I look back on them, things are clear. And I'm not so confused as I was when I was younger because I didn't know anything about it. Now, I have in this journey of finding my fate and stuff, I have also realized something about my sexuality. Um, I have not kissed a guy since I was like in sixth grade and I'm in ninth grade now. And don't get me wrong, I've had boyfriends, but I've never been like I've wanted to kiss them. Just like, you know, I have feelings for them, but with girls I'm like just more confident about it I don't know I'm not gonna say that I don't like guys but I'm not gonna say that I don't like girls because I know for a fact that I do um but I'm I'm not straight and that's all I know and I don't know if I'm bisexual I don't know if I'm pansexual I don't know if I'm a lesbian I don't know because I don't have much experience yet like I'm only 14 and even though I've had a lot of relationships, most of those relationships were not real. And I was just trying to have a boyfriend just to say that I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. But now I'm more into getting serious with relationships. Or not even like getting super serious, but just paying more attention to what I like. And I'm not saying that that means I'm going to go out and have sex with boys and girls and people in between. I'm not going to do that because I don't know what I'm going to do with my virginity, but I know I'm not going to give it to someone that I don't love. I have been reading about sex all day and not all day, not like that, but um, in the Bible, <laughs> I've been reading about it in the Bible and it says how um, sex is meant to make someone one or someone, it's hard for me to explain, but sex is sacred, and even in the Bible, it says it's not, like, the papers and the wedding ceremony, that's not what gets you married, sex is what, in God's eyes, makes it official that you're married, and I don't know if I want to wait till marriage, but I know that I want to wait until I have a special bond with someone, like, a very special bond to the point where, like, I, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I love them so much. It's like, I can't explain it because it hasn't happened to me yet. But that's what I want. And I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I think I'll know when it happens. And if, if, I, if that means waiting till marriage then okay, because I want to, I want God to lead me down my path, because I feel like God was trying to by sending certain people into my life, but when those certain people came into my life, I kind of pushed away, because in my mind, like, super Christians were, like, people who, like, 
hated gay people and and they didn't like cussing and like you know like the the goody two shoes kind of stuff and don't get me wrong I don't like cussing anymore just it just makes me feel gross um but to be fair I don't know what I'm gonna do when I go back to school because I was surrounding myself with those kind of people but I kind of was straying off my path and I felt like I kind of hated Christianity and I hate I hate saying that but I think for a while I hated my religion because I wanted to experience and to identify as who I am and I didn't want to have to hide who I am just for acceptance from my family and I think I have realized that my relationship with God is between me and God, and that's all. My relationship with God is an A and B conversation. Anyone who wants to judge it can see their way out, you know? <laughs> Don't, I'm not going to say come out, because that that is also between you and God, but it's also between your family. And... Even though I came out, I don't feel bad about it anymore because it. I don't even know if I would be on the spiritual journey if I hadn't come out. But I am thankful for it. I think it happened for a reason. I think I have been praying for God to pull on me and to reach out to me and help me reach out to him and... He probably has, in the simplest ways, as I look back on it, he has been pulling out to me. But me coming out, it was like a big punch in the face. He was like, okay, subtlety is working, so here you go, you know? Um, so yeah, um, not gonna lie, <laughs> kind of helped. Not kind of, definitely helped. But... Yeah, God created me the way that I am, even if that's gay or straight or or non-binary or demigender or whatever. Um, even, you know, let me say this. You know why I know I am not going by society? It's because, number one, when I look back on my life, I see things that I didn't see before about my sexuality. And I didn't see these things before. I don't know how it happened. Maybe God put them into my mind because when I tried to think about it before, I guess I was scared because I liked girls, but I, I, don't, I can't explain, but I thought God would hate me or something. So I was scared to find out. And so I kind of was blocking God. And when I thought, back on my life I didn't see this before like about my crush on this girl I had in church I explained it in my last podcast because I told stories about it but I forgot the name that I had for her it was the girl with the really long hair that's who I'm talking about the pretty long hair and um yeah it's but I feel like God sent me 
that memory to let me know that, hey, that you're not going by this because of society. You have been like this all of your life. You just didn't know the words for it. And you weren't raised in a way that you, like, were able to learn about it. So, I, I just didn't know until I moved which is also plays a factor. Like, you have to, like, really look deep and be like, well, if this didn't happen, if this didn't happen, like, you have to look back on your life and realize that God put obstacles and paths in your life to leading up to what you're finding out about yourself. Because when you're a teenager, you're finding out a bunch of stuff about yourself. And when you're a kid, you're just doing what you feel. You'll go up to a stranger and be like, hey, you want to be friends? You'll like somebody you won't even know it, but you won't do anything because you don't know anything about being boyfriend and girlfriend or holding hands, you know? But when you're a teenager and you're finding all this stuff about yourself, you really just have to look back on your life. So the number one thing is I look back on my life. And don't freak out if at first when you look back on your life, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't think of anything of me like liking the same sex because I freaked out. Because I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I am going by society. Because that was when I wanted to surrender myself to God. And I thought that in order to do that, I would have to give up my sexuality, which I also did not want to do. But I felt if I need to be with God, then that's what I had to do. So I feel like maybe I was blocking myself from remembering that. But God got through me when while I was worshiping and praying. So, yeah, and then I was like, oh, wait, oh, my goodness, you know, just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> but, yeah, so, number one, just look back on your life, take time, don't rush it, don't, like, try to think of it, like, two, three times and be like, okay, well, nothing in my life, because I don't remember anything, so it was really, that's also played a factor, because I'm horrible at remembering things. So, number two. Another reason I knew that it wasn't just because of society is because if I was doing it because of society, then I'm the kind of person that kind of goes all in when I believe in something. So if I was going by society, then I wouldn't identify with my gender and I wouldn't um, identify with being straight and I'm not saying that if you don't identify with their gender and you're not straight then that means you're going by society that's not what I'm saying because I just watched a video about a girl being pansexual and a demi girl so that's not what I'm saying at all don't take it the wrong way I'm saying that for me personally that's how I knew maybe if you are questioning your gender and your sexuality then maybe that's because you were questioning your gender and then you were like, well, what's my sexuality? Like, I don't, I don't know your situation. I do not know your situation because I do not know you personally, but, but that's how I personally knew that it wasn't by society. And once again, the most important thing is looking back on your life. What were you comfortable with? What's like, who did you like? Like, what were you uncomfortable with? Like, did you hate it when people called you she or a girl? Or did you hate it when people called you he or a boy? Did you hate it when someone called you tomboy? Or did you like it when somebody called you a tomboy? 
Or did you like it when they made fun of you because you got that haircut, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know if you would like being made fun of, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know you personally. You just have to really question things back in your life. Um, so, yeah. Also, I don't really... I mean, maybe when I was younger, I tried to be like other people, but I don't really try to be like other people. I get, don't get me wrong, I get inspiration from other people, but I don't try to be like them. So, like Demi, like Demi Lovato, she is one of my biggest idols. I love her to death. She has gone through hard times similar to mine. She has been depressed. She has, um,. Wanted to and OD, and I've never OD'd, but I wanted to, and this was way before she OD'd. Just saying, like, I did not get the idea from her. Um, but what really like pulled me to her is the fact that she got through it, and even every single time she falls, she gets back up, and that's why I love her so much. Plus, she's beautiful, and she has a killer voice, and she has a killer body, and she's so body positive, and she believes in God, she has faith, and I'm not sure about her sexuality, but I'm pretty sure she's not straight. Like, I've just, I have looked up to her so much for an extended time of my life. Um, I'm not gonna lie, didn't know she was in Barney. I always tell people that my my obsession started in Barney, but honestly, my obsession with Selena Gomez started in Barney. Not Demi Lovato, because she looks completely different in Barney, but um, that's not the point. I look up to her, but I would never try to be like her, because I'm not her. And she's unique, and God made me in his image, so why should I be like someone else? Because they're already taken. I'm trying to be who God made me to be, because the more I ridicule myself, and the more... I say, I don't like this about my body. I don't like this about my face. I hate my hair. I, like, I'm hurting God. Like, I saw this thing on Pinterest where it was like, imagine you create this piece of art. And you think it's so amazing. You think it's the best thing you've ever made. And then you show it to your best friend. And she's like, oh my gosh, I hate it. Especially this and this and this. I hate this. How would you feel? You would feel hurt. You would feel like like you tried your best and it didn't get the appreciation that it it deserved. That's how God would feel every time you ridicule yourself. And that really hit me. I was like, wow, that, wow. I think I started ridiculing myself less, but I'm not going to lie. I was still really ridiculing myself. Um, but I think about that every time I'm like, oh, I don't like this about my body. And then I'm like, oh, I gotta learn a scripture to help myself. <laughs> I haven't learned a scripture yet, but I'm trying to. It's because like I'm reading my Bible and like I'm reading a book and I attend my church services and I look up scripture. So it's really hard to learn one scripture when like a bunch of them are like so good but anyways, my whole point in this is that God made you in his image. The way you are is the way he created you to be. So do not feel bad. And if you still believe that being gay is a sin, that's okay. 
There are gay people that believe that being gay is a sin. But we live in sin every single day, even though we try our best. You, I don't know what part of your life you're in, but if if you're looking up Christian LGBTQ stuff, then you're probably in the part of your life where you have already tried to pray the gay away and you just don't know what to do. If you have tried to pray the gay away and it just won't go away, it's here to stay, then God God has made you the way that you are. And I'm not saying that there are people that haven't prayed the gay away. Let's be honest. The people that have quote-unquote prayed the gay away probably weren't gay in the first place. And God put them through that for a certain reason. And to impact their life. To impact others, maybe. But, yeah. Um, I feel like God just... No one can please everyone. Not even God. God cannot please everyone because everyone has different opinions and God can't control the way we think because if he did I'm pretty sure the world would be a better place if everyone agreed on everything but it's not because God can't control the way we think so what works for you might not work for another person so don't try to force it on anyone you can encourage it from time to time but you can't force it on anyone you can't be like believe in God believe in God throwing scriptures at them a hundred percent of the time like don't be that person because I have hung around people like that and it's it's uncomfortable for the other person it's really uncomfortable and even though I have always identified as a Christian I went through a time where I did not like hanging out with those people. To this day, I still don't like hanging out with those people because it's like, why are you forcing your religion on someone? You know, like, what if someone, I don't know their, like, name or anything, but what if someone who believed in the devil forcing your religion on them? They would find it, you would find it very, very, I can't find the word. I've been struggling finding words every day, but you would be very uncomfortable and you'd probably even be mad. You'd probably want to punch them or something. I know I would. So just try to be respectful of other people's beliefs and just pray for them. That's what I'm doing. I'm praying for my friends to seek God and for God to seek them. Um, It's as simple as that. You just close your eyes. Sometimes you don't even have to close your eyes. You can either close your eyes or bow your head or both. Because sometimes you're in class and your friend tells you something and you're like, oh my gosh, let me pray for you. And then you don't remember. So if your friend is like, if you're having a conversation and she's like, oh my gosh, I don't believe in God or something, then like, even if you be like, hey teacher, can I go to the bathroom? You know, like simple stuff like that. And just be like, God, my friend really needs help. She's going through this hard time with her dad and with her mom and with her family, with her brother, whatever the situation is. And God, she just needs you. But I know that she's distancing away from you because she feels like because of this these situations that you're not there for her. But God, I know that you're there for her. So please reach out to her and help her reach out to you, Lord God, because I know that she needs you. I know that he needs you. I know that they need you. So please, Lord God. Help my friend. Save her, God. Amen. Like, it's that simple. So, 
I don't even know if I got my point out because I was talking about like three different things. But yeah, basically, I just came on here to say that God made you in his image. Don't be ashamed of who you are, especially if you've gone through this whole process. You've made it. You've gone through the hard part. And I'm not saying that from here on out, life isn't going to be hard. But with this specific situation, you have gone through the hardest part, probably. And don't believe me, because I haven't gone, like, I haven't finished going through it yet. But I feel like for a while, it's going to be smooth sailing once you've created a bond with God. And created a relationship with Him. And you trust Him to take care of your life. So, I wish you well. I really need a proper outro. So, (sighs) I do wish you well, though. (laughs) Bye. You can go ahead and leave if you don't want to hear this ad. Because, like I said, I wasn't going to put any ads in it. But, what I meant by that is I'm not going to put it in the middle. I'm going to put it at the end so that you're not forced to hear it. Okay? Bye. Love you guys.